Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Marcus. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, Ryan. How are you, sir? Doing great. Yeah, I'm excited to speak with you. Let's uh, let's kick this off. Tell uh, tell my audience of Morning Upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then give us a, a big win happening in your life right now. So I am from uh, Washington, D.C. I currently now live in Raleigh, North Carolina with my wife and two daughters. I am a national, international keynote speaker, executive coach, best-selling author, podcast co-host, brand ambassador, and business owner. And a big win going on in my life right now is working on a new mindset course with one of our clients that's going to be coming out probably in the summer or the early fall of this year. Very excited about it because if this course goes well, which like I know it can go well, we're going to create more courses for the general public with this phenomenal partner. Excellent. I definitely want to ask you mindset questions. So I'm, I'm going to circle back to that. But uh, tell us what your morning looks like. What, do you have a routine? How do you start the day? Great question, Ryan. I'm up every day by 5.30 at the latest, help my wife and daughter. My wife is a teacher, help her get off to work with my daughter who is seven, get off to school. Then from there, it's always the gym. I have really been big the last, I've always been big on lifting, cardio, core, all that, but I've really gotten more focused. Probably the last, I'll say, five to six months on you know doing much more cardio, watching what I eat. So I do like Run, I run a mile to between one to three and a half miles every other day, or I play basketball every other day, or I swim, or I jump rope, some form of cardio, weightlifting, core, and push-ups I do every day to start my day. So without that, Ryan, my day would not go as well, that's for sure. So I see you're into boxing too. Is that something new or you've always done that? Great question. So my grandfather was a boxing trainer for over 60 years of his life for the Boys and Girls Club in the Washington, D.C. area. I picked up boxing with a trainer about maybe two months ago. I started basically the New Year's resolution. I started at the beginning of uh, you know the year. And I love it. I go twice a month you know, with him and then I do things on my own. But I really love boxing and I love the, you know, the the cardio, the mental conditioning, the mindset that you have to be in to do your best in the boxing training sessions. Oh, absolutely agree. I, before COVID, I belonged to a gym right down the street from my work and it was box, the boxing club. And it was, it was like one of the best workouts I've ever had. It was one that was great. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know about you. Like we it was a group, it was a group effort. So we would do like mitt work and like each person would take a turn while everyone's watching you and just having like everyone's eyeballs on me, like trying to do the, 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 the moves, like the patterns, the, the boxing patterns. It was, uh, I don't know, pushed me out of my comfort zone. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Because then when everybody's looking at you, you know, you need to do your best. So your focus becomes a lot more laser. And I tell my clients, you want to be focused like a laser that can cut through a diamond. And you do that by focusing on less and then obsessing. Yeah. But let's stay on the topic of mindset for a second. I wanted to ask you, you know, since you were in the NFL, I wanted to ask you a question around just keeping keeping yourself calm under pressure. I'm sure you were in a lot of situations and the game was on the line or what have you that you had to keep yourself calm. And I think that directly relates to mindset. And you mentioned a course. Let's go there. What what tips or strategies do you have around that? 
So what you need to do is you need to understand that your mindset can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. And so if you're not focused on, you know, believing in yourself and really understanding that you deserve to succeed and, Ryan, that you're in the right place at the right time, which puts you in a position to upgrade your story, to upgrade your life. If you're not doing those things, then you're missing the boat. Like, for example, we had on our podcast and we published this episode yesterday, Michael Strahan, and that's really helped our podcast elevate to a higher level because we've been able to, right, Ryan, show people that we're able to take care of not just people who are, you know, celebrities like Michael, but also we have people on that are just people that are everyday, working people, business people. It's very diverse. So having Michael is like an awesome opportunity for us to grow our podcast. But, you know, we had to believe that we deserve to have someone like Michael, not for being a celebrity and all that stuff, because Michael's awesome in that regard, but he's just so busy, right? And that he would take time and we were in the right place at the right time to land him as a guest and then to deliver a great episode because we didn't want to waste time. And so we knew right where we were, right, Ryan, was the great place to be for us to showcase Michael in an awesome way and for Michael to do what? Educate our audience with his knowledge and his experiences. I'm really happy you mentioned self-esteem, Marcus. I think this is a huge topic that's not talked about a lot. I had a I had a, a guest on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, and she was saying, you know, we're all familiar with journaling and gratitude practice and huge believer in that, do it every every morning. But she was saying she also, um, and she got it from her coach, that she also writes down one or two things that she likes about herself or something she's proud of. And so I've been trying to steal that with my girls. I have three daughters and they're, they're young where they're still, where they'll still listen to me. Well, that window is, is quickly shutting, but just sharing things that you like about yourself. Cause I, I agree. I think self-esteem is uh, so critical self-confidence. Oh yeah. I mean, here's what I tell my clients. What you say should build your self-confidence, right? And, but what others say about you should build your book of business. Does that make sense? I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. So what what pillar habits do you have besides exercise? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Pillar habit. So a pillar habit I live by is I like to be disciplined in everything I do. Because if I'm not disciplined and I'm not reliable, then I won't get where I need to go in my life. So discipline is a big pillar that I live by along with reliability. There's three things that I believe, right, Ryan, that build trust. Competency, reliability, having your client or your team's best interest. And I always try my best to do what I need to do and be disciplined. But without a doubt, right, Ryan, I'm always going to be someone that's reliable to my clients or to my prospective clients. Because if we cannot be reliable, then that's something that I feel is going to be a uh, an issue. Yeah, I think trust. You know, you need to be self. You need to be reliable and building that trust with your clients. And I think that also, like the habits you have, the rituals and the the structure, that also helps build up your self confidence. And it's just like one big cycle. You know, one big cycle that builds. 
Let's go to business, Marcus. I want to ask you some business questions. Uh, I'm going to let you choose which direction you take this. Uh, you know, in terms of growth, growing your business, you're speaking, you're coaching, you're consulting. What have you had the most success in growing it? Or if you prefer, a challenge that you recently had to overcome and how did you do it? And how did you do it? So what I would say is what we're really trying to grow is our speaking business. And for two and a half years, we didn't get any paid speaking jobs in the business. And we just realized what I realized that I was so focused on doing things that were all about me being famous or getting notoriety and stuff like that. And what I realized is, is that literally, right, Ryan, that I needed to start focusing on living by the law of value, which was giving people more value than we took in payment. And that's something that I started to live by. And once I did that, our business grew to a huge level. What's the first step in doing that? Are you, are you saying that you just, you know, getting yourself more on podcasts, speaking gigs, and just trying to pour your heart out and then, you know, see what comes back? Like, is there a first step you took with that? Yeah. And so what I did was, it's like you said, you need to really focus on being sure that you build up your credibility. That's how you do that through making sure that people know about you through, through marketing. Okay. And that's huge, you know, and once you do that, you're able to really then get people to say, right, Ryan, that you are the person that they want to, you know, you know, be with or be around. Got it. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. So in terms of, in terms of leadership, going back to your NFL days, uh, what are some of the top things that you, that stand out to you? Maybe it's from the coaches, maybe it's from the other players answer however you want, but what are some of the leadership lessons that really stand out to you from your years playing? So what I would say is, is that one of the best lessons I ever got was from my rookie coach, Jack Del Rio. And Jack said, Ryan, I'll never forget this. When we were drafted, we were his first draft class as a rookie head coach. In life, be your own CEO. Be your own chief executive officer. And that story, that information that knowledge that Jack imparted on us that day has stuck with me and will for the rest of my life. Because Jack was basically telling us that we work for the Jaguars, but how we control what we do, how we get out in front of people, how we move within different spaces and the community and within our own homes and how we do things, that's up to us. And that's in our control. Yeah, I love that. That that really that, that is a fantastic answer. Um, and I say that because I'm I'm going through a coaching program right now called Optimize. I'm also reading a book by Robert Robin Sharma, who wrote The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And it's all about the book is called uh, Everyday Hero. And it's all about becoming like like you say, the CEO of your life. They say the hero um, of your life, but same concept. It's like taking ownership, full accountability. And working yourself and being the best version of, of yourself. I, I thought I was thinking about it the other day, I was going for a walk and I was like, what if everyone had that mindset? Like, what if everyone tried to become their own CEO or their own the hero of their life? Like, what would the effects be? It's like mind boggling to think about it. It's too big for me to even process, but it's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, man, if everybody tried to live their life like that, it'd be a much more positive, much more free 
environment, free loving community, because I feel so many people are focused on their own gain, their own success, and they don't know how to process and give people, you know, what they need in order to help themselves. And that's where responsibility comes in. And that's where you make an external promise to someone else to help them with their business and or with what they need to do. And I feel a lot of people can't be responsible because they're not accountable to themselves, which goes back to the morning routine. I have to be accountable to myself to get up and work out and do it. Like today, I didn't go to the gym because my daughter was a little bit ill, but I still got up, got my wife out, helped her with stuff, got my daughter fed breakfast, and I went downstairs to my uh, to our garage and I did a workout with uh, in the garage. I have some kettlebells and a few weights, and you know today was back buys, cardio, and core and sit ups. So I did some bicep curls and other curls with the kettlebell. Did some back movements with that. I jumped rope for probably about 10 to 15 minutes of, you know, jump rope, you know, throughout the workout, got my, you know, 700, you know, sit-ups in and my core of, for the core. And I got my push-ups in and that's what Jack meant. I feel by being your own CEO, right? And that's why I feel with my morning routine, it sets the day for me because if I don't get that stuff done, right, Ryan, I don't feel the same. I don't feel, you know, like myself. So I think it's very important for listeners to understand that they have to be the CEO of their own lives. I think that's a key part of this message here in this conversation. You know, I sometimes wonder what what it will take for people to to take that seriously. And I think sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. Like they might not understand the concept or they've been exposed to the concept of being your own CEO or hero. But that's where conversations like we're having, that's where this we're you know, where these conversations come in. Some hopefully someone listens to this and they're like, you know what? That really resonates with me what Marcus said. I never never really thought about approaching life that way. And I'm gonna give it a try. So hopefully that's what happens here. So I've got one like one last question for you, Marcus. And we're gonna wrap up with you telling everyone how they can learn more about you, connect with you, et cetera. You know, the meaning of life. I like I like asking this question because you know, obviously it's a personal question. Your meaning is different than my meaning and 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 my listeners. So through the lens of Marcus, what is the meaning of life? To me, the meaning of life is sharing your knowledge, your experiences, but most importantly, your failures or what you can call them, your learned lessons so others can succeed. I feel so many people are caught up in how they can succeed or do things in life, which is great. But if you are living by the law of value and also by the law of influence, which states that if you put people's needs abundantly and or consistently before yours, you will influence people for the best. And I feel that's a message that I hope your listeners get is to live life and help others succeed. Because if you end up helping others succeed, most of the time, Ryan, you end up succeeding as well. So I think that's very big. That's very important. And it's a law that I live by, the law of value and also by the law of influence. Yeah, and also it feels good to to help and provide impact. If you think about like the most fulfilling parts of your days, it might be where you were helping a friend or uh, a family member, et cetera. It just feels good to help people. And it's uh, like you said, it's it's uh, it's it's important. Uh, absolutely. Marcus, this was great. Time is up with our conversation. I really enjoyed everything you shared. 
If someone wants to reach out to you, where should we send them? They can go to our website, www.marcusmarquesogden.com. They can also connect with us on uh, through email, marcus at marcusogden.com, or follow us on LinkedIn, which is Marcus Ogden. Connect with us. We'd love to chat with you. Perfect. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks, Marcus. Have a good one, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.